faithful day. He said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me, for I am the one. I am the Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you to our Bible Devotion, our Bible Study Time today. And we've entitled this study, A Journey Through John. And my, my, what a journey it has been thus far. If you have a copy of God's Precious Word, I want to encourage you to open up your Bible with me today to the Gospel of John, chapter number 19, and we're going to read verse number 18 together today. Again, we thank you for being with us this morning. We appreciate you tuning in, and we thank God for all His bountiful blessings in John's Gospel Chapter number 19, verse number 18, the Bible says where they crucified him and two other with him on either side, one and Jesus in the midst. In the fourth century, in the fourth century after Christ, for the fourth century, sometime 300 and something A.D., the Emperor Constantine the first, after he was converted to Christianity, actually, and out of reverence to the Lord Jesus, he outlawed and abolished this awful form of punishment called crucifixion. The cross was far more terrible than death by wild beast or even by fire. And anyone who had ever uh, witnessed the, the crucifixion, knew what a terrible and hor horrible death that it was. And thank God that the crucifixion was never resurrected after its banishment. Researchers estimate, and they don't know for sure, but between 100,000 to 150,000 people died by crucifixion before this practice was banned, and I do have it in the notes, 337 A.D. But there, the physical evidence for the crucifixion is very rare. That's because that most people were affixed to crosses with ropes rather than nails. Our Lord was nailed to the cross, the most gruesome form of punishment. And if someone was nailed to a cross, oftentimes, Roman authorities would often retrieve the nails after they had died or passed away. Now, all the synoptists, the Gospels, describe the character of the two 
that were crucified with Jesus. Matthew, Mark, and Luke all talk about him, and they called them, those two men, male factors. They were criminals, and all three used the phrase, one on the right and the other on the left. And so we have John who says, on either side one. And it's basically the same thing. But John really says nothing about the character of the two, uh, but simply described them as two others. And we know by reading the full gospel account that they were guilty thieves, robbers, sinners, and they were deserving of the punishment they received. But in the midst of them, hung the sinless, perfect Lamb of God who was nailed to the tree. In John chapter number 19, verse 18 again, where they crucified him and two other with him on either side one and Jesus in the midst. Can I give you two thoughts this morning? First of all, Jesus was crucified between two sinners. It's not very deep, but it's true. And we need to understand that. One on each side. Yet he was in the middle, dying for them as well as all humankind. Where you see on Calvary's cross, Jesus didn't just die himself, but he died for you and he died for me. He paid the sin debt of the entirety of the world. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. So first of all, Jesus was crucified between two sinners, one on each side, one on the left, one on the right. Secondly, to this morning, Jesus not only was crucified between two sinners, but Jesus was crucified like he was a sinner himself. And the truth of it is, he knew no sin. But the guilt of all sin was placed upon him. On Calvary, the Bible teaches us that it was our sins, that list of accusations that was contrary to us and against us, and Jesus took those out of the way by nailing them to his cross. He paid the price of all mistakes, of all wrongs, of all sin, once and forever upon Calvary's tree. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 21, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, listen carefully, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You see, Christ identified with man's sins that man and men may identify with Christ's righteousness. What a thought. You know what? I'm glad. Thank God that Jesus paid the sin debt. He came to this world, took on a robe of flesh, lived a perfect life, the Son of the living God, who died for you and he died for me on Calvary's tree. He took our place. He is our propitiation for the sins of the entirety of the whole world. That's about enough to make me want to shout this morning. I'm glad that I'm saved. 
I'm glad that I know who Jesus is. And John wrote in John 19 verse 18 where they crucified him and two other with him on either side, one and Jesus in the midst. I'm glad that he died. Thank him for the suffering. Thank him for the cross. Thank him for salvation through the blood that was shed on Calvary. Well, I hope and pray that you'll take this verse and look at it for yourself and study it and reflect upon what Jesus did for you and I on Calvary. May God bless you today. Hope you have a great day. And Lord willing, we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, bidding you a great day. May God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye. Yeah.